You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. This is going to be a lot of fun, folks. So want to let you know, though, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we host debates on science, politics, and religion. And we are very excited to let you know we have many more debates to come. So, for example, oh, I actually just found out right before the debate, tomorrow will actually not be Erica and Shadow Dancer. That will be next Wednesday. We are working for a quick replacement debate for tomorrow, though. And... And many more to come. Want to let you know as well, a couple quick housekeeping type things. We are very excited as Modern Day Debate is invading the podcast world. So really exciting stuff. You'll see on the right side of your screen. Those are just some of the apps that we are on right now. We are on a number of more apps. And if you don't see your favorite app, if you're on your favorite podcast app and you try to look us up and you're like, James, I'm not seeing you. What's going on? Let me know. We will make sure that we get on that podcast app for you. And so with that, want to say today's going to be a fun debate. I really enjoy these guys. I have linked both of these guys in the description. And I want to say, folks, for real, these guys have been really kind to us at Modern Day Debate. They've been really supportive of the channel. They've been really patient with me. We really appreciate them. So I want to say their links are in the description where you can hear so many more debates, folks. Debates on religion, philosophy, you name it. Both of these guys have those on their channel. And go ahead, click on their links, subscribe, hear more of those debates. As I think they're they're done fairly and very, I think they're very deep. They're just excellent debates. So with that, we are going to jump right into this. I want to let you know, Tom Jump will be going first. He'll have a roughly 10-minute opening statement. Then, ask yourself, we'll have the same available to him to use. And then there will be an open discussion. Following that, we'll have Q&A. So if you happen to have a question, feel free to fire it into the old live chat. If you tag me with at Modern Day Debate, it makes it easier for me to be sure every question gets in that Q&A list. And last of all, Super Chat is an option and it allows you to also make a comment toward one of the speakers, perhaps their appearance, such as Tom's, or maybe about Tom's chair. By the way, I really hope Tom Jump's chair shows up in the live chat tonight. That's my favorite person that hangs out here. So uh, also, your super chat will go to the top of the list for the Q&A. So with that, let's get started. want to say thanks again for our guest being here. And with that, Tom Jump, the floor is all yours. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. We said we're going to clear up the prop before we start. You're oh. right. Oh, thanks for that. So gentlemen, uh, or I should say my friends in the audience, want to let you know that these gentlemen are going to be debating a more precise component to Tom Jump's ethical theory. So... I'm going to let them explain what that is, 
And so thank you so much. Appreciate you reminding me of that. Both of the debaters have agreed to this. And so we'll let Tom and basically Tom at the beginning of his opening explain that. And then I suppose just to be sure that we're all on the same page, ask yourself if you would like to just say agreed or disagreed in terms of whether or not you guys are on the exact yeah. same page. I mean, we, we have it written. I'll just state it and then you can talk for 10 minutes. Uh, we agreed to this before the debate. So it's just that your usage of the word moral to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism. Perfect. Very excited. With that, Tom, the floor is all yours. Right. So my position is that as far as I can tell, it does rule out anti-realism. And the way I can tell this is I just actually just went up and asked some anti-realist philosophers and, and they don't agree with my moral theory. They're not like, oh, we just agree to that. And you're just change it no they, they disagree so that's pretty a pretty good indicator that that uh, it doesn't allow for anti-realism in the way is because it's still fits the definition of a normative theory of morality just stripped from the stanford encyclopedia philosophy morality definition those who use morality normatively hold that morality is or would be the code that meets the following condition all rational persons under certain specified conditions would endorse it indeed this is a plausible plausible basic schema for a definition of morality in the normative sense and my definition fits that exactly because it's just saying all rational persons who can recognize the best of all possible worlds as a abstract object would endorse this position as being correct that's all it requires any language of oughts and whether or not use oughts or prescriptive is irrelevant it doesn't make any difference one way or the other um, you can still take any conclusion of my moral statement like killing is wrong or whatever and then just describe that with an ought if you want that doesn't that's not excluded from my theory my theory doesn't say you can't use odds it just doesn't use odds so nothing about my theory um would be compatible with the anti-realist position which rejects this as being true that's the whole point uh further in the stanford encyclopedia of philosophy it goes through criterions of what the error theorist is saying and how objections to error theory can be applied and I can read that too, or maybe I just should. The area theory is pressing this form of argument thus faces two kinds of opponents. The challenger may acknowledge that the putatively problematic attribute that the error theorist assigns to morality really is problematic, but deny that this attribute is an essential component to morality, which I do. So I can, I can grant that oughts are prob problematic and just say this isn't a, can, a required part of morality. So that would still reject the error theorist position and applied to my morality. Alternatively, the opponent may accept that the purely problematic attribute is a non-negotiable component of anything deserving the name morality, but deny that it is really problematic. So for example, if the error theorist claims that moral, moral properties require a kind of pure autonomy, which the universe does not supply, then one type of opponent will insist that morality requires nothing of the sort, while another will insist that the universe does need such, does contain such autonomy. The error theorist must prepare to defend herself against both, the job is made difficult by the fact that it may be hard to articulate precisely what it is that is so troubling about morality. This failure needs not be due to a lack of clear thinking or imagination on the part of the air theorist. For the thing that is troubling her may be that there is something deeply mysterious about morality. The morality theorist may, or blah, 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 lots more stuff. Essentially, there are two ways you can reject this hypothesis, say that part of morality isn't required for morality, which I do in some cases. And the second is to say that part of morality is a part of morality, and we can just say it's, it's possible at some point in the universe. Either way, rejects error theory you can take either of those approaches i'm just usually taking the first one so no my my moral theory does uh reject anti-realism and i've just asked anti-realists and talked briefly with alex rosenberg about morality he rejects my morality he doesn't just say it's okay he's just no he disagrees with it because it meets the definition of what a normative theory is even if i don't use odds 
Gotcha. But Thanks for that, Tom. We'll kick it over to none other than Ask Yourself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I just, uh, I guess I just don't see the argument. What is it, like, if you use the word, if you just say, I use this mouth sound, moral, to refer to impositions on will, what have you shown to be false about error theory? Um, again, if you do want to talk about error theory, you, I'm not an error theorist, so go talk to an error theorist. My, my definition of morality fits the normative definition as stated on the Sanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. So if by error theory, you mean someone who rejects that, as in the definition provided by Stanford Encyclopedia for both normative morality and error theory, then yes, my definition, by definition, rejects error theory. If you mean something else, I don't know what you mean. Go talk to some other error theorist and ask them. But I'm going off of this definition in the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Well, the debate proposition is pretty specific. So it says, your usage of the word moral to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism. So if, for example, that doesn't rule out error theory, error theory is a form of anti-realism, I assume you would agree with yes. that much. Yes. So then we haven't ruled out anti-realism. So what I need is just the argument that shows that if you use the mouth sound, moral or immoral, to refer to impositions on will, that somehow you've falsified error theory. You can't okay. appeal to the rest of your moral theory. We're just talking about your word usage. Uh, right. So just anytime I used error theory, I was using it synonymously with anti-realism, essentially. So you can just replace my entire opening and say anti-realism mm. uh, as... Well, there, there are... Uh, anti-realism's broader. No, I'm I understand sure you know that. I understand yeah, that. Okay. But I'm just using the term synonymously because the point of okay. this debate makes really no sure. difference. I, I'm just taking error theory as an example. System. Right, right. I, I understand that. So any my, my theory rejects anti-realism in every case for the same reason that it rejects error theory. Because this definition of normative ethics, which is what anti-realists are rejecting, is true. My theory adopts. My theory adopts the definition that... Uh, uh, morality normally hold that is a code that meets the following condition. All rational persons under a certain specified conditions would endorse it. This is the plausible basic schema for a definition of morality in a normative sense. The error theorist and the anti-realists are rejecting that. That is false. I am saying it's true. Therefore, my theory by definition rejects anti-realism and error theory, which is why when I talk to the professors who are anti-realists and error theorists, they do not accept my moral theory every time there's not there's no exceptions to this they're not like oh well we accept it just change that no they all say no we do not accept that yeah i guess that i mean I, we're just going to go in circles because i'm just going to keep asking the same thing so when you use the mouth sound moral or immoral to refer to impositions on will how have you falsified error theory yes because it is a rational person under some specified conditions would endorse this which is by definition what a moral sense moral morality is in the normative sense yes no so, so that so so when i say moral and i use it to mean a set of specified conditions a rational persons would endorse that meets the criteria well tom i guess i'm just not getting it like if you i mean i've asked a few times and i don't hear okay i don't you, hear the argument so if, let me, let if you have me. well well let me just complete i mean Sure. If you have like an argument that actually shows that your use of the mouth sound moral to refer to impositions on will somehow falsifies error theory, you're welcome to deliver it. But like at this point, since I've asked a few times and it's not at all clear what the argument is in natural language, it would be nice to get premises and a conclusion. Yeah, I shouldn't need this. It's pretty obvious to most people, but I'll do it for you. Okay, it's premise not, yes. one. It is. Okay, it is. wait, I'm going to write it down. One sec. 
One sec. Just let me crack. I should have had this open from the start. No okay. Problem. File, new, text document. All right, P1. Let's Premise one, the definition of morality in the normative sense is the thing I presented from the Stanford Encyclopedia. Oh, fuck, one second. Definition of morality in the normative sense is what? The thing I presented from the Stanford Encyclopedia. It's not going to be contingent. So I'll just I mean, text. I don't, I don't just... You well, don't need to. You don't need to memorize it. So that's. I, I do. I do want to know what it is. Okay, if it's okay. part of the prop. Uh, <laughs> all rational persons under a certain specified conditions would endorse it. Indeed, this is the plausible basic schema for a definition of morality in the normative sense. All rational persons under certain specified under conditions. Certain specified conditions. Or actually, would I, should wait. I should use this. I should start it? with this previous sentence those who use morality normatively hold that morality is or would be the code that meets the following condition a all rational persons under certain specified conditions would endorse it indeed this is the plausible basic schema for definitions of morality in the normative sense okay so is it fair to say p1 is the definition of morality in the normative sense is a code that all rational persons under certain specified conditions would endorse yeah essentially okay Premise two, error theorists and anti-realists say that this code is false. Okay. Um, you, can error. Say X. you can just say X or instead of just typing all that out, just X. X is false. It's easy to copy paste. Um, and then what's the conclusion? Uh, no, there's there's another, another premise. My moral oh. theory states that X is true. This is there is a code that does meet this criteria, and it's true. It's that it's true. Okay. Therefore, conclusion: my theory rules out anti-realism or and error theory. Therefore. My theory rules out anti-realism. Okay, so the first problem is that it's deductively invalid. So do you want to work how, on- How so? Go for it. Um, well, it just seems if, if we're just saying the definition of morality, this premise one, definition of morality in the normative sense is a code that all rational persons under certain specified conditions would endorse. Premise two, error theorists say, a code that all rational persons under certain specified conditions would endorse is false. Premise three, Tom's moral theory, replace my with Tom, I assume that's fine. Uh, Tom's moral theory states that a code that all rational persons under certain specified moral conditions would endorse is true. Uh, conclusion, therefore, my theory rules out anti-realism. So like if we formalize that into propositional logic, we're just going to get P, Q, R, therefore S, which would be invalid. No, that's literally, that's a valid argument. You're just not using the principle of charity here. Like, this do I really is not need to, the like, hill you want to die on. No, 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 this is, because I'm right here. <laughs> oh, no, so it's this is, not. This is pretty simple. So an, an error theorist, oh, no. what, is, what is an error theorist? Oh, or, uh, why, Tom, anti -realist? why? What is an error theorist or anti-realist? No, what do they believe? no, no, no. You, you're saying that this is valid, what you've yes. just given here? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Oh Tom, I I I you're great. Um okay. Well, so what do you think the form is? And is it representable in propositional logic? Uh yes. So uh a person who in theorist believes x 
I don't know what it is. You can figure so, it out yourself. You can, sorry, you can figure sorry. it out yourself. You can figure wait, it out well, yourself. Don't, wait, but it's formally valid, is it? Yes, what's, it is. So, so okay, you can so what's the form? So, so just, 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 I'm, I don't I, I, I have. I did. I That's great. So shut up. So shut up. I'm going to give an answer and you can answer yourself. Oh, no. So again, so an area theorist believes X is false. I believe X is true. Therefore, I invalidate area theory. Very simple. Done. Oh, Tom. That's it. Oh, very Tom. simple. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try not to laugh. Okay. So when I read this, right, and I'll just, I'll just, you know, I, I don't think I need to repeat it. People can go back and listen to what it was. If I translate this directly into PL, what I'm going to get is PQR, therefore. I don't S. give a shit. Okay. Well, You're, if you don't you care being, if it's, you being you don't an care idiot. If it's valid. Use the principle of charity. It's valid. If you can't figure that I, out, then you're an idiot. That's the problem. Okay, so I, I just this could be probably just the end of the debate. You you aren't willing I'm to show that, that it's valid. I don't need to. It's obviously valid. Okay, I, I don't I don't have anything further to say. Cool. Happy with me. We can take questions. We do have questions. This may be the shortest debate, but it doesn't mean it's not the best debate, <laughs> folks. This has been really fun. We have a lot of questions already. People oh, were man. very excited for this. And I do, I did mention, I forgot to mention a couple of other- Can I have a closing things. statement before we go to questions? I think that that's fair. Uh, if you guys- You can have, you can have the last, yeah, Tom can have the last word. I don't Bef even care. Before we My go into that- My closing statement is just that, Tom, you are something special. Thank you. I appreciate no it. No problem. Very sweet. Okay. <laughs> if you want, Tom, is that your closing statement as well when you said thank you? Uh, sure. Okay. Very nice. I did forget a couple of quick housekeeping things. One, we are very excited. We are on Parlor now. So this is not instead of Twitter. This is in addition to Twitter, which Thomas and ask yourself, are you guys on Parlor? I'm not on Parlor, but you, Tom. I don't think so. What's Parlor? What the heck? Okay. Parlor is basically like Twitter, except they're not going to play. They, I think the idea is they say they're not going to play favorites. From what I've seen, it looks like it's chat. Let me know. It looks like it's pretty much like mostly people that lean more politically to the right. And the idea is, well, if you're on there, follow us. We are a nonpartisan channel, but we want to go on as many platforms as we can, including we just got on Subscribestar. So if you are triggered by the idea of giving money to Patreon, if you're like, oh, I'm so triggered, I can't take it. It's all right. No problem. Subscribestar is a way that you can support the channel. So we are on there and it's linked in the description. Also, look at these guys. They're like brothers. I love them. I just love both of them. They're both linked in the description. Oh, books. this is just okay. so great. I'm so sorry. And last, I want to let you know, there was one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we're excited. I know that some people were disappointed yesterday. They, they said, hey, we have two white dudes they are both cis dudes debating on whether or not transgender women should be able to compete in women's sports. And some people were triggered by this. Obviously, not my intent to trigger people. It's going to happen sometimes. Everybody's going to be offended once in a while on this channel. Maybe even often. I don't know. But the point is, we actually, for about, I think it's 11 days. So about a week and a half, I've actually been talking to a trans woman about that same debate topic. So... We're not uh, trying to like cl close anybody out of the conversation. That same topic will be debated here soon, namely whether or not trans women 
should be able to compete in women's sports. However, it's we don't feel that like we always have to have a certain demographic represented. So, for example, I know that triggers some people, but as an example, I think we've had it debated before where like two atheists might debate, and, and we're open to doing this in the future, where if two atheists want to debate, is religion harmful? And some religious people might be like, oh, there's no religious person represented. And I'm like, you know, like, we're not big on the identity politics. It's really about the ideas. But we are open to having everybody on. So want to let you know, we are totally open to covering new topics. In fact, cancel culture is a topic that we had one person who looked like they were, you could say, anti-cancel culture. And so I don't know if they're still into it. They may not be into it anymore but we have a couple that are actually for it and so let me know if you would like to debate cancel culture tom i think that was maybe a topic you wanted so let's jump into these questions give me two seconds hey i'll, I'll say one thing um i'm happy to take any debate with uh someone who wants to take the position that transgenderism is a delusion had some pretty hilarious encounters on that topic i mean i i i'm not trans i i could try transitioning for the debate but like yeah, if anyone wants to debate that, I would I would love to debate that. And I would take the con. I'm not convinced it's a delusion. Gotcha. If anybody would want to take that more extreme position of arguing it's a delusion, I don't know if anybody... I mean, I'm not trying to knock down your... Oh, opinion, they do. There are absolutely people who take that position. Like, I hypocrite. Be, I'll defer to you. I haven't really asked around. But let's get right into these questions. Thank, thank you very much. You guessed it. Nasty guy, Steven Steen, sends his super chat in, says, T-Jump, have me an STD. I don't what does that mean? Okay, next know. to the Converse contender, thanks for wait, wait, your oh, question. Oh, says, he mistyped, it's, it's Gabe, because H and G are right next to each other. Oh, you're right, gave me an STD. Tom, we'll talk about it later. Converse contender, appreciate it, says, Steven Steen was the, the, the one's lead singer for Nickelback. That, isn't that Stupid Horror Energy's favorite band? Next, Stephen Steen responds, saying, Philosophers discuss anything. Quote, derpity derp derp, unquote. Oh, <laughs> come on, Stephen. Wait, so what I got a you... question about your, you said you want to debate if trans is a delusion. Is that, are they arguing that like sex is biological and their op opinion that they've changed sex is a delusion because they obviously the, haven't biologically changed? The, the arguments for it vary. Like <clears throat> the main thing that I tend to hear people say is usually something along the lines of like trans women have a belief that uh, they are women and women they're usually, they're referring to sex. So they think that, you know, a trans woman has to have a belief that uh, she is of the female sex as opposed to female gender. So that that's the form I usually see, which it's just like, it's not entailed that they believe they're the other sex, right? It's not even entailed that they actually believe they're the other gender. They might not be aware of their transness, but yeah. And I want to say a huge thanks. Did, did that answer you, Tom? Yeah. Is that clear? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to say a huge thanks. There are so many people we have to thank. Tioga is one of them. She's an artist who helps the channel with a ton of stuff, not just art, but also like she's helped a ton in getting the podcast transition going so we really appreciate her help as well as i mean i could go on and on but next You're transitioning question. yeah okay thank you for your question maynard saves who asks tom's chair is bigger than ask yourselves chair may the chair be with you all hail the ultimate contingent chair thing thank does you. look pretty comfy eh it does yeah. and 
no joke, the next super chat comes from Tom's chair. Thank you for your question. Says, here's two dollars for James's charity. Get get the pun. Gotcha. Uh. By the way, our next charity, I'm thinking about, I already, for some reason, it just crossed my mind today. I think it's going to be on August 1st, probably, because we do it once a month. We just had one a couple days ago. We are going to have another on, this will, for August, it'll be on, basically, we're looking for a charity for Native American people. So, that's something I am excited about, and we appreciate all of your help with that, folks, as those are fun events that they mean a lot. Logical, plausible, probable, thanks for your question, Sassy says, does Tom have any source other than Stanford Dictionary? I think he just reads it from it to sound smart. But What's wrong with has him no original thoughts. Why not make fun of the complete lack of a valid argument instead of the legitimate citing oh, of a source? Oh, ask yourself this monkey, <laughs> monkey pilot on you, Tom. Okay, we'll give you a chance. Well, to in a sense, in a sense, I'm agreeing with him. I don't think it's illegitimate to cite what did he say, Stanford or IEP, like Stanford one of Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Yeah, it's a philosophy encyclopedia. It's a pretty reasonable source. You know, I just ask yourself brings up an irrelevant point of wanting to formal argument in his strict sense. It just doesn't make any difference to my position at all. So I'm still mm -hmm. right, even if I don't put it in a valid argument. I don't even need one. Because it can be phrased in a valid argument. That's well, all, that's all well, uh, well, just just to be clear, I don't, uh, I don't, as you will notice if you play this back, I don't start a conversation by, you know, insisting someone formalize their argument. But if I ask for the argument repeatedly, or I want to see how you're getting from using a certain mouth sound to uh, refer to impositions on will to error theory being false. And it's not clear what the inference is. After asking a certain amount of times, I do ask for something formal. And even at that point, I'm very fair. I understand <clears throat> that I might not be talking to someone who's comfortable with logic. And I, I'm no kind of logic whiz. I'm comfortable with propositional logic, basic level first order logic. Um, so if it reaches that point where the inference, you know, hasn't been clarified and I want it to be clarified formally, I'll just get them to spell out premises and conclusion as best they can. And if they can't, if they can't make it, you know, formally valid, that's fine. I'll help them do so. But if they try to make the move of insisting it's valid when it obviously isn't, and they can't specify the form in any formal language and they refuse to do so, then I might laugh a bit. So, yeah. But yeah, but your arguments just, Idiotic. Like my argument is what, so simple. I didn't. I didn't make an argument. I'm. I'm what you're saying. Everything you're saying is here. so stupid. That's what it is. So like a horse okay. is a thing with hooves. X does not have hooves. F is not a horse. That's the form of my argument. Um. Well, wait. So. So, so an error theorist is someone when, who says this moral thing, the moral definition I gave. If one of those codes exists, it's false. My position is, is that code is not false. It's true. Therefore, it rules out error theory. Just like. Ah, done. Do you do you want to get back into? Well, I, I want to be clear about it. Do you want to get back into trying to clarify the form? Because like I'm I'm happy I don't to do care that. About the form, like it's so obvious. I, I Everyone do. who isn't a moron understands this. A horse is a thing with hooves. X does not have hooves. X is not a horse. So what is that? What is that? Modus ponens, modus tollens. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Well, I mean, it's clearly neither if it has three premises, right? Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to help you formalize it. Do you want to take another crack at it? Because no, I, no, I don't give a shit about formalizing it. This is very just, simple. Just X is, to, to so, be clear, so I don't. The three I don't premises always, is the definition well, of a hoof. Let, let me just complete this, and then you can say yours. Okay, we've been we've been sharing nicely this time. I don't always care about things being formal. The point when I care about something being formal is when I can't understand what the inference is. Now I understand that you think it's obvious what you're saying. It's not obvious to me, right? And I just I just want to clarify what the actual inference is. I'm happy to help you formalize it, right? But 
your insistence that it's valid as is when the form is PQR therefore S. It's just that's so, so which part which part about a oh, horse is a thing with hooves. Hooves are here's some definition of hoof. X does not have a hoof, therefore well, X is not a horse. Which part I'd, of that is I'd, I'd rather I'd I'd rather before considering some analogous that's, argument. That's literally I'd, the same I'd, thing. It's the same structure. It's, it's possible, but I don't want to sit I don't even want to sit here and think of your argument and another and look at if they're analogous. I just want to figure out the form for yours. Right, right. If I you, don't, if you, you want to do that, I'd argument. be happy. I just to. want you to know which part of this argument do you not see as valid? Forget my I, argument. Horses I, are things with hooves. A hoof is X. Uh, object P does not have X, therefore P is not a horse. I mean, we'd have to like write it out and see what the structure is. Okay, we can go. We can do that. We have time. Go for it, because it's literally the same structure as my argument. Now, I'm I'm happy to do that, but can we just do it with your argument? Because that no, would be no, because you keep because we've done this with my argument multiple times, and you just okay, the same let's, so, let's so do it away with, from my argument. Let's do, do it with the horse one, and then see if it applies to yours. Okay, so what's the first premise? Uh, horses have hooves. Horses have hooves. Okay. Uh, next. A, a hoof is X. Just give a definition of a hoof. What a hoof is X. Wait. A, a hoof is. Oh, I, well. Just defining what a we'll, hoof is. We'll, we'll say X for now. Okay, sure. Uh, premise three. P does not have a hoof. P does not. Any variable. Any P? variable. Doesn't matter. Just anything. Let's just say you want to say like a human. Sure, a human does H not have humans, a hoof. Humans don't have hooves? Therefore, a human is not a horse. Conclusion. Therefore, humans aren't... Sorry, humans what? Aren't, are not a horse. A human is not a horse. Therefore, a human is not a horse. Horses have hooves. A hoof is X. Humans don't have hooves. Therefore, a human is not a horse. I mean, when I read that, I just go P, Q, R, therefore S. So I don't know if you're trying to use like first order logic or something there. It's not clear to me what the form is supposed to be. It just seems to me all, like you, do you all horse, all all horses have hooves. Do you, need, do you need the all in there? If we want to have a valid argument. The probably. I mean, just whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> pulls your head out of your ass and just apply it naturally. Just assume it's there. It's. I mean, I know that you like to just always. <laughs> you you like to suggest that it's just obvious what the structure is, right? Yes. It's it's actually you know logic is a nuanced thing. Finding out exactly what the structure of an argument is is not always that straightforward. H horses have hooves, and all horses have hooves. Any do normal speaking English human being will understand that. I want. I just want to be clear about what the structure of the argument is. Use the principle of charity. Horses have hooves means the same thing as all horses have hooves. You're being pedantic uh, and moronic that everyone can see. Okay, all horses have hooves. So we could make that like what? Are you trying? Are you trying to use like first order logic? You want it to be yeah, like for, argument. for for all x. Like if x is a horse, x has a hoof. Yes, like all men are mortal. I am mortal. I am a man, or something like that. Oh! Yeah, that was that was incorrect. Oh, did you just spill your drink? Oh, you're breaking up. Like fucking universal quantifier symbol. I have to hit a button to switch it. Okay, sorry about that. Um, okay, so uh, for all x, if x is a horse, so like h of x implies hoof for hoof, I, I don't know, we'll just use like 
let's use a K or something. K of X, okay. <clears throat> so let's see. Then we're gonna be saying H is horse and K is as a hoof. Um, okay, a hoof is X. This is giving a definition of a hoof. It's not, you don't need it as a premise at all. It's just a definition of what a hoof is. So do we actually want P2 there or are we just- well, To make it analogous to my argument- You, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, need to, you don't need to put a definition in your premise. Yeah, I'm if doing that I, for clarification so that you can understand my argument. Like my argument has a definition in there for the same thing. You can take uh, it out as a premise. You don't need it as a premise. It's totally fine. Okay, well, it'll be simpler. The, le the less premises, the more simple, right? Well, you so, didn't understand it when the first time I said it with the less premises, so I had to add in the definition. Okay. Um, in fact, so what do, what do we want to say? We want to say all horses have hooves, and then we want to say humans don't have hooves? Yeah, sure. So like, yeah, okay. Now, I don't, I don't know why I'm doing the whole formalism. Well, you could just pick a human. Bob does not have a hoof. Bob, Bob does not have hooves. Okay, so here you're what, doing what, the work because you're the only one who wants this. Like everyone else. Gets it right <laughs> well, away. well, what I, what I want is just to be clear about the structure. I don't I don't want to like you know belabor the yeah, point or something. You are the only one who wants this. Like no one else wants this. Everyone else gets it. That's why we're doing this. So yes, all horses okay, have hooves. Bob does not have a hoof. Bob is not a horse. Okay, so but wait now now if we're just getting into okay one second so we're just going. Okay, so if something is a horse, it has a hoof. Something doesn't have a horse, therefore, or something doesn't have a hoof, therefore, it's not a horse. That that I'm fine with. But now I'm not seeing how that's analogous right, to right. your to your initial argument. So, so an error theorist is someone who believes a normative theory of of ethics <clears throat> is false. That the definition I gave, whatever that code is, that code is false. My position is that code is true. Therefore, my position is incompatible with error theory. Okay, so if if you're an error theorist, you think this code is false. Yes. That that's the first premise. Okay, and then what did you say the second one is? This code Mine is uh, my theory holds this code is true. This code is true. Therefore, Therefore error I okay. am not an error. My theory is not compatible with error theory. Okay, well now now you've got it to modus tollens. So uh, which one, is the exact same thing as my original argument. No, your original one, argument had three you, premises. You, you being that, yes, that's okay. That's that's okay. No, 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 no. This is this is really this is really good. This is this is this is really good if if we're if we're getting structure. Okay. So we want to say, let's just go through that because maybe we can get clarity now. So um, just walk, walk me through that again. How did you want to say that? You want to say- um, error, theory, error theory- No, no, no just what is the, f oh yeah, so so what? Um, on, if, what, if, if uh, error theory is true, then what, what do you want to say? If you are an error theorist, you believe that any code assumed to be morality is false. Okay, if, uh, okay, yeah, so there we go. Yeah, if you are an error theorist, then any code assumed to be morality is false. And you just want to modus tollens that? That's the idea? Yeah, my theory is one That's that fine. assumes it's true. Therefore, my okay. theory is compatible with error theory. One second, we can write that out. Okay, so any code assumed to be morale. It's not the case that any code assumed to be morality is false. Conclusion, therefore, 
you're not an error theorist? Do you want to go, do you want to go error theory is false? Do you want to go, if error theory is true, then any code assumed to be morality is false. It's not the case that any code assumed to be morality is false. Therefore, it's not the case that error theory is true. Is that what well, you want to do? Uh, I guess you could go that way. Or, I was just going that my theory is incompatible with error theory. My theory, if my theory is true, then error theory is false. Well, I, if you believe my theory, you can't be an error theorist. I don't know which, which argument you want to take. Well, it's, I mean, presumably we want the conclusion to be that, um, uh, that we want the conclusion to be the debate proposition. Well, yeah, so my question is, is, is the debate proposition? Yeah. Only just to clarify, because people want to see Tom's argument. They think it's a tremendous argument. Is it possible that, ask yourself, would you be so kind as to share, share screen. your screen just so peeps can see it up um, I think I can. One second. Um, so it's a, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, middle. yeah. I think I got it. Okay. Thanks, bro. Um, wait, did I share it right? Is that working? Yeah, we see it. Okay, one sec. Let me reopen Zoom here also. Um, oh, I see. Zoom like minimizes or some shit. How do, how do I make this blow up again? Uh, um, we can't you, see. We can't. We can. We can only see the word thing. We only. If see you the press word Control now. Plus, it'll zoom in on those words. But I can zoom okay, in that's, on my side too. No, that's. I can, I can zoom in on the words easily, but I just. It's. I. I wanted to see you guys, but that's okay. Um. Whatever. So. If you are an error theorist, then any code assumed to be morality is false. So that's just like um, P implies Q. And then if we say it's not the case that any code assumed to be morality is false, then we're going to go not well, I'd uh, say Q. Add in my theory, or if you accept my theory, then it's not the case. Well, if you do if you do that, then it's not going to strictly be modus tollens anymore. There fine, has to be. Yeah, because... Well, it's it's. I know that it bothers you, Tom. Okay, but you have to understand that if if you have inconsistent word usage between uh, your your premises and your conclusion, it's not going to actually strictly be valid, right? There can be little equivocations. There can be little slights of hand, right? Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. we can we can get it. We what we could do is get it to a valid modus tollens, and then you know try like modifying bits of it. So. We'll just here we'll just do it this way and then we can modify so if you're an error theorist then any code assumed to be morality is false it's not the case that any code assumed to be morality is false therefore it's not the case that you're an error theorist and that's uh therefore not key so so wouldn't you have to have <clears throat> i believe premise two because your is in the conclusion there is no your so or if you believe it's not the case well, it's 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 kind of like on you how you want to set it up. So, well, this is, this is yours. This, I'm never going to use this. This is going to be completely useless. Well, to anyway. we're we're trying to clarify except, what, outside of the debate. We're, tr we're trying. We're, so, we're trying so, to. So, so in premise two, it should say, "If you believe it's not the case." If you believe, or if if yeah, so or if it's it's not the case, you want to say if it's not it's not the case you it's not the case you believe that yeah, any so, code so, assumed to be. Yeah. So I understood the debate topic to be does my theory is my theory compatible with error theory can you believe my theory and be an error theorist so it's about a person wait no no, no 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 that's that's not what it is the proposition specifically is that if you tom jump use the word moral to refer to impositions on will that uh then um anti-realism is falsified or i can get the exact wording if you want um if you give me two seconds 
your usage of the word moral to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism. So you yeah, I think go, this is an epistemic I, position. So so mine is if you believe my moral theory, you can't also believe error theory. Those two that's are different problem. beliefs. That's one so, second. That's so that's asking, wait wait no no. The whole idea here is that error theory is falsified just in virtue of you using the word moral to refer to impositions on will. That is what I'm not convinced of at all. No, no, it's falsified if my usage is correct, if that is that's, true. I, I was waiting for you to try to make that move, Tom, because that's not, that's not what the proposition is, right? We're not saying that's a further claim, right? That's you yeah. saying that's, that's you trying to take the pathway of I have the correct moral semantics and error theory doesn't, right? That, that would be no. a move that you can make that, that you're, do you know what that means? That it, it's like saying, if I'm using the word right and error theorists are using it wrong, then error theory is wrong. Like that's the kind of thing you want to say, right? So, no, that's, that's your own straw man that I don't, what? I, have, I never said that at all. Okay, but something like that would actually make sense if you're trying to say their moral semantics are wrong. It makes no sense to me. It just sounds like gibberish <laughs> nonsense of your statement. Okay, but the whole point is that the proposition you're supposed to be arguing for is that if you just use the word differently, right? Like you, Tom Jump, use the word moral to refer to impositions on will that we've ruled out anti-realism, right? N no. Again, that's, that's not at all my position. That's never been my position. That's your own straw man no, nonsense. No, that's always no, never been no, my position. Tom, do so it. My can, I, can, I screen, can I can I screen share our conversation where you agree to the debate proposition? Uh, well, I agree to the great proposition right now. I don't disagree to the great debate proposition. Okay, so the debate proposition is that if you use the word moral to refer to impositions on will, that error theory, or anti-realism, but obviously that entails error theory, uh, is ruled out. So, so right. I don't understand what you mean by that, because what I interpret that to mean is that if you are believe my position is true, or if my position is true, then error theory is false. We're not talking about whether it's true. We're talking about if you use this mouth sound. I, I don't know what that moral, means. You don't know what it means to use a sound? No, I don't know what you mean by the proposition. So again, the way I interpret the proposition is, is if my theory is true, then error that's, theory is false. Or if you believe my theory, you can't be an error theorist. That's no, what that, I interpret the proposition to be. I don't know what no. you mean by the proposition. No, so the proposition, which is it, is it okay for me to just for like screen share this? Go for it, because so, we're still screen sharing. Okay, one, one, I know I'll have to drag it onto that screen though. Um, I just wanna make sure there's nothing personal here. Uh, uh, okay, yep. So uh, here, if you look at our- Yeah, um, I still agree to the proposition. I'm not claiming I don't agree to the proposition. Wait, where, where is this in here? One second. Um, yeah, okay, so. You're down to argue that your usage of the word moral to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism, right? Yes, I, I still agree to that. So I, I'm still agreeing okay. to that. So, if so the you, way I interpret those right, words. Right, right, but you can't, you can't make some further claim about like if my usage is correct and their no, usage no, so, so is incorrect. So I still incorrect. don't know what you mean by those words because by those words, what I interpret that to mean is if you are, accept my model, then you can't be an error theorist or if no. my model is true, error theory can't be true. No. So I don't know what you mean by that statement. It's pretty straightforward. So your usage of the word moral, are you following so far? You use the word moral for yes, a certain, to refer to a certain thing. To, yes, okay. I use the word moral. And you use it to refer to impositions on will, right? Right. Okay. Now, if you do that, error theory hasn't been ruled out. That's the debate proposition, aka like falsified. Like you haven't shown error theory is false. 
using words in a certain way doesn't prove anything false other than you can't use words in a certain way. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to concede the debate proposition, that's awesome. So, I'm, so is I'm all glad. that you're arguing that's is great. that word usage doesn't prove error theory wrong? Is that is that your argument? That what we're arguing over right here is that your usage of the word moral to refer to impositions I'm, I'm, on I'm will. I'm trying to understand what you mean by that statement. So it seems like what I you can mean by that statement myself. is using words doesn't invalidate anti-realism. Words don't invalidate. That's that, that's that... that's that's close, but it's your usage. So you, Tom, using the word moral to refer to impositions on will. You follow me so far? Yes. So, I think so. If, I, I maybe I have no idea. You you don't know what I mean by you using a word to refer to something? I well, yes. So all all words are used to refer to things. Yes. Okay. So the proposition which I'm taking agnostic on and you're taking pawn on, right, is that your use of the word moral to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism. Okay, explain to me how that's different from the proposition that any words used to mean anything doesn't disprove anything. So, it, so sounds, you, it sounds like that's some bigger, like, universal claim about any word or something. Yeah, this it seems is just, like the way I'm just, interpreting what you're saying is so vague that you can apply it to any word usage in any position, position at all. You can say, how, I use words like this, and the fact that you use words like this doesn't disprove or prove any proposition in the universe true or false. Well, the specific proposition is about your use of the word moral. If you think right. that by par if you if help, you think that if, sorry, explain. sorry, I just want to complete. If you think that by parallel reasoning it applies to other things, which I'm sure it does, that's no, fine. No, I'm, right? I'm trying to I'm just asking for <laughs> that, clarification here. I'm trying to understand what you're yeah, saying. So okay, well I can I can clarify again, Tom. Just let me let me clarify. You're that. saying the same thing I'm, doesn't help me. So try to clarify from my position. So the way I'm I'm hearing what you're saying I, is is that it seems like you're saying that the way someone uses a word doesn't prove any proposition about the universe true or false, which I agree. That's the analytic synthetic I, distinction. I I'm, agree there. I, I didn't I didn't make a universally quantified statement about no, no, like I understand. any, I'm, any I'm not, word I'm not or something to like this. Here. I'm trying to understand you. Yeah. So it seems to me that the argument as you've expressed it is just the analytic synthetic distinction. Words and word usages don't prove propositions about the universe true or false. I agree. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you're tying that to analytic synthetic a analytic synthetics, but but just forget, forget true about by for, definition versus things true about the world. So I'm I'm uh, it okay. seems like you're saying yeah, but just just to be clear, the debate proposition here is just that your usage of the word moral. So you again you help. I don't I mean I don't know what to say if you can't follow this sentence when you use that word to refer to a certain thing, that doesn't falsify uh, anti realism. Do okay, you so, agree? So again, just no, just to, to be clear, do you, do you understand that sentence? I'm not sure I do. That's why I'm asking for clarification. Here. Okay, you, let's say me. let's say that someone says your use of the word unicorn to refer to cabbage doesn't falsify gravity. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it seems to me. Okay, that what same you're kind of thing. Any word usage at all, the way anyone uses I am any not, word. Tom, sorry, no, 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 I'm not, not, I'm not, not making a universal, right. yeah. Right. Okay. This is not about what you're saying. This is what I'm yeah, interpreting specific, the sentence yeah. to mean. So this is me, this is me. I'm interpreting this word to mean, or this sentence to mean, essentially that Well, you're not interpreting, you're, you're, you're extrapolating uh, is what you're doing, right? I, I'm, I, we're talking about this exact right, right. proposition so, so that's, here. That's fine. I'm trying to yeah. understand what you mean by this. So I'm trying to apply it to other yeah. cases to see if I can glean a similar analogous understanding of the similarity. So. It seems like the proposition is, is it would apply in the same way to any word you use. Anyone who uses any word in any way will never prove any proposition true or false, which I'm 
fine with. Well, I, I, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't make a universally quantified statement like that because there will be weird, weird self-referential shit. Like if the proposition is right. about like your word usage or something. Yes, or, I understand that. So, so just, but I, I but, that. but, so, you, so, but I, I think me... I think you're on the right track though. Like the idea is just you using the mouth sound moral to refer to the thing in the world and imposition on will that does not falsify anti-realism right i would never say that word usage falsifies anything other than like self-referential statements sorry, sorry so so you agree that's never been my position so i yes well you said you wanted to debate it if you're conceding the debate prop that's great. again we've I, already been I, over I, this i didn't understand that you think that something so unbelievably stupid and trivial was what you meant by those words so that's not what i intended to debate like, yes word usage doesn't prove anything obviously okay well no if you concede yeah if, if if you concede the debate that's fucking awesome thank you yeah i concede the the straw man nonsense interpretation that you have that means well, nothing but sorry there's nothing tom, with my position do you, do you i just want everyone to see on screen where tom is agreeing to this debate yes I, st I still agree because the way i interpret those <clears> words <throat> is not as stupid as the way you interpret those words well i mean i don't know what kind of interpretation you're taking i mean if, if the only thing you're saying is that words usage doesn't prove stuff obviously that's like the foundation that, of my one of my epistemology that, rules that's too too broad when you no, say no, it no, like i that. understand that because it, it proves it proves it proves something for example about the proposition yes, that you which, use the word in a certain way or something like that granted granted so again but, but that's all you're yeah. saying that's irrelevant to anything i care about or anything in my morality or anything yeah, in my yeah, yeah and and that's 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 a great you know cop out when you realize it's indefensible that's fine this is literally a thing in my epistemology. Words, conceptual evidence, cannot justify empirical claims about the world. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, yeah. If you if you if you agree with my position, that's fantastic. That's good. Right. So yeah. Right. Thank so, you. So again, would, my, would my you, moral theory just, isn't just, a to, just to be claim. clear. Can can we can we just get you to say that you concede? If I'm understanding what your what your position is, then yeah, words don't prove okay. stuff. Yes, words do not. Wait, prove that's things. too broad. You keep sorry. You, know, you keep so, so you keep going to this broad statement, I, right? I, the, oh. Like just just to be clear, when you say words don't, you, word usage doesn't prove things. There's propositions about like how Tom Obviously. uses word. Principle yeah. So charity, so, so please, stop. Please. So no, no no not don't don't principle of charity me that that has a kind of like a weird entailment I don't agree with. There, like there's going to be some proposition about how you use a word, right? And that that proposition's truth value could just be contingent on how you use the word, right? So I'm not gonna yes. make some big, broad Obviously. statement. So, so no, so I understand yeah. that. So so yeah. the way I'm saying it, using the principle of charity, meaning obviously self-referential statements are excluded and there are gonna be some other exclusions. The argument you seem to be presenting is that my usage of words doesn't prove stuff. My usage of the word morality doesn't prove anything other than yeah, the fact well, that I can it, use it, the word not, morality. Not, not stuff, not, I just, stop saying anything, please. It's bothering me. I'm, I'm saying that what you're, uh, what I'm not convinced of is that you using the word in that particular way somehow falsifies anti-realism. Now, if you if you concede that, that's fine. I'm I'm happy to win the debate. That's awesome. So so again, my usage of the words only proves of the circular things about my usage of the words, self-referential things. That's it. That's all it proves. That's all any words prove. Words can't so, prove anything other than self-referential statements about the words or so any words in any just, language ever. Just to be clear you do concede the debate proposition. If that's what you mean by it, yes, and it's insanely stupid. Okay. No, that, I, don't have, I don't have anything else to say. That's awesome. We can go into Q&A. No, no, I, I genuinely appreciate the concession. So thank you. If that was all you were saying, yeah. I mean, because <clears throat> words, words usage doesn't prove anything about reality or the world. When I'm making claims about reality in the world, about morality, my word usage obviously isn't what makes it true. 
So obviously it wouldn't invalidate anti-realism. Word usage isn't what's important there. They're just words describe things. The words aren't the things. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy for the concession. So okay, yeah. then. Yeah, if that's all you were claiming, yeah, word and, usage and doesn't could, do could anything. We, could, could we get you to say, uh, nice victory, ask yourself? Oh, nice victory, ask yourself. I love the Thank fact you. that words don't prove stuff. Great. I love I, it. I, I love the fact that you I love the fact that you agreed to the debate proposition and then realized it's not defensible. So yeah. Oh, no, I, I genuinely had no idea that's what you were the claim you were making. Yeah, well if, if you if you Okay, know, good, we're done. You, yeah. Next go to, let's go to well, the Q and A. Just 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 one more thing, because if, if the whole move you want to make here is no, I genuinely did not know this. I did not understand this is what you were saying until just now. I why? Well, I, I mean, yeah. It, it uh, when you agree to a debate proposition like that, I take it that you actually believe something that fucking stupid. And if you're going to say I don't, then that's great. I'm glad that you concede. So yeah, what I interpreted that statement to mean is not the same thing you interpreted that statement to. What mean. did you interpret it to mean? That holding my position and holding. Uh, Where, where is it talking about holding your position? It's talking about using the word. Yeah, so I, that's so insanely stupid that I didn't think it could possibly mean what you meant. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'm. I don't know. I don't. I guess that all I could really say to that is that I don't understand how you could have possibly read that debate proposition as anything other than what it says. But if you agree with the debate proposition and you've always agreed with it, and you just took some really fucking weird reading of it that is not remotely what it says then I'm glad that you're not doing that anymore, that you understand what it says and that you concede. That's yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy to concede that. Word usage doesn't sure. prove stuff. We will go into the Q&A. want to say thanks so sure. much, everybody, and thanks most of all to our guests, as this has been epic. I can't believe it. Tom Jump and Ask Yourself have converged in agreement. What the heck is happening? I, we've <laughs> yep. never really... I lost, I lost the debate. First debate I lost ever. Oh, God. Well, I, I think that, I mean, if you guys had just a misunderstanding, you can still save face. Uh, but basically, I we've never I, had, I'm, I I'm happy. We've had I'm happy debate. to grant that. Sorry, I'm happy to grant if it's just a misunderstanding on Tom's part of what yeah, no, the me too. Uh, I'm, I'm proposition serious. is. That's fine. I think no, if no, that's I'm all not, I'm, meant, not, I'm not even saying that to like sass you. Like no, no, me neither. I, I'm totally serious. If that's what you meant, I'm happy to grant I lose. I, I fully 100% agree. Words don't prove stuff in whatever specific way you want to mean that. So I agree. Yes, completely. I'm happy to admit I lose the debate. That's okay. literally like one of the laws of my epistemology, that, that exact statement. <laughs> so I agree with you. Don't okay, worry. We're... One That's of these fine. days, Tom, um, you're going to have your first victory on Modern Day Debate. So we are uh, just teasing. Te folks, when I tease Tom, it's because we're tight. We've got a great relationship. We can tease each other. Just so I think most people get that. But once in a while, people are like, why are you so mean to Tom? And I'm like, we're tight. We're like brothers. Okay, next. <laughs> I, I, I like to think that Tom and I have an okay relationship. Yeah, I respect you a lot more than like, Steve McRae. So no problem. I like Steve, but okay. Then who? Oh, that's right, your enemy. We still have to have the debate of Steve McRae against Tom Jump. The people need that debate. So thanks for your question, nasty guy. Dwayne Burke says, I'm James, I'm James Coons. Tom's chair and I are now dating. Very nice, Dwayne. <laughs> and logical, plausible, probable. Oh, we, we read that one. Sunflower, thanks for your question, said... 
Isaac, do you think you'd do well in philosophy courses at a university? Your classmates and professor might not take kindly to your arrogance. Didn't you just get accepted to university? Yeah, I got into uh, into comp sci at Guelph, but yeah, I, uh, sorry, what was the question? Do I think I'd do well in philosophy? I mean, I've always done they, fairly okay in any course I apply myself in, so probably. They say that your professors and classmates will think you're arrogant, cocky. Um, I like to think that my arrogance is like proportional to the claims that someone's making and how confident they are about them and things like this. Gotcha. And thanks for your question. Maynard Save says, oh, is this the dumpster fire's request? This is the one godless girl hid behind and said to have debate, debated Tom. What's ask yourself's epistemology and his credentials? Um, well, I don't have any credentials. Um, and I don't actually have like a formal theory of epistemic justification. Um, I think it's, you know, it's a pretty complicated question. So yeah, I don't have a formal theory. You just, your you work on Tom's, you use his. I, I don't know what his theory is. Next, Sunflower, thanks for your other question, said, Isaac, are there philosophy PhDs who are better at logic than you, but that are not vegan? How is that possible without them being evil? Well, I would... I mean, I would assume that virtually anyone with a philosophy PhD is going to be better than me with logic. I mean, maybe that's an overstatement. I guess maybe there's some people who somehow don't do any formal logic in their philosophy training, but like, I don't have, you know, any kind of deep knowledge of logic or anything. I've never claimed to. Um, so what, what was the question? It's, are there PhDs who, who know more logic, more logic than me? I, I, I not mean, they're not vegan. I would assume so. Evil. Um, and who are, who are not vegan. Uh, yeah. And who are not vegan. Sure. Um, and no, I don't think that someone is evil in virtue of not being vegan. Um, I think that there's things that are relevant there. Like for example, their awareness of the problem, like say that someone's just never really looked into the issue and it's in virtue of that, that they're not vegan. I don't really think that that person's evil. I just think they're kind of ignorant. Next. Philip, thanks for your super chat, said, maybe Tom Jump hasn't put enough premises to show the inferences. Do you see a way the argument could be fixed? Ask yourself. I, I assume that that came in before we reached mm. clarity. So, so once he removed that second premise and just made it into a kind of like modus tollens thing, we got to a valid form. But once we got to the valid form, it was clear that it wasn't addressing the proposition. And then once we clarified what the proposition actually is, it seems like Tom doesn't disagree with it. So yeah, that's actually so, really useful going through that whole stock process that really like helped clarify our position. So I, I can't I can't tell if you're joking because I actually think it was. Are you are you being sarcastic? No, I, like that was actually useful. I, I had no okay. idea what you actually meant by the original statement. I really did think that where you were trying to show that my theory was compatible with error theory. That was, I thought that's what the position was. I did not well, understand. It sounds, it sounds like, um, well, if, if we want, if we want to, now that the propositions, I'm happy to talk about your general moral theory and how it relates to error theory. Now, I just didn't want to do that while the proposition's on the table, because the proposition is that just in virtue of this one aspect of your position, which is word usage, that error theory is falsified. That seemed insane. 
So I was, yeah, I was I very agree. surprised was, to see anyone take a position like that. When we talk about uh, error theory more broadly, I think that there is going to be a tension between Tom's moral semantics and error theory. So like what Tom takes moral to mean and what an error theorist takes moral to mean. Um, I pulled up a quote in case we uh, got into it. One second, it's on my other window. I, I have a quote from Mackie, who's like big error theory guy. Um, one second. Yeah, so the assertion that there are objective values or intrinsically prescriptive entities or features of some kind, which ordinary moral judgments presuppose, is I hold it not meaningless, but false, right? So like error theory is- We must is, move forward quickly. Oh, okay, well, I don't know how to be that fast. Like the moral semantics of error theory, they're cashing out moral as referring to something like, you know, again, intrinsically prescriptive or something like this. And Tom's not using moral in that way. So there is going to be a tension between Tom's view and error theory in terms of moral semantics, as far as I understand. But the, the one thing that I would emphasize is that the uh, I, I don't think that I'm not currently aware of any, any, I don't see any reason to think that Tom's theory falsifies the claim that the kinds of statements an error theorist is talking about on their moral semantics are always false. Gotcha. Um, that's, that's not clear to me. I don't know if Tom disagrees with that. Was that clear to you what I'm saying there, Tom? So there's, um, a, sem there's a semantic tension. You take moral to mean something else than an error right, theorist right. does. Short and I, sweet I, like Tom. I tried yeah. to address that in the opening. I was uh, saying, I uh, don't uh, use oughts, but you can still use oughts to describe any of the conclusions of my moral statement. But, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, but, when, but when, you, when you do say something's moral, something's good, something's bad, you're saying it's an imposition of will. You're not talking about some intrinsically prescriptive feature of the universe or something like that. I'm not right? excluding that. I'm not saying that is incompatible with my theory i'm saying i don't do that so you okay, can so still do that for anything in my theory and can't keep odds okay well then it's not clear it's not clear whether there will be tension or not if you don't so if you disagree with the error theorist moral semantics there could be a disagreement there right. but with the actual when when you look within okay. their semantics what sorry james just let me get this one done when you look at what kind of propositions are error theorists saying are always false i don't see how your moral theory um, is claiming that those kind of propositions aren't always false. So there's right. two things, the semantics and the actual, whether the actual propositions error theories are, are talking about being false are somehow, you know, not false on your view. Giving Tom the last word so we can move on. What do you got, Tom? So, so I'm not sufficiently changing morality to get rid of oughts. I'm just don't use the language of oughts. So you can still use oughts anywhere in my moral theory you want to, to make it a normal idea of norma of. I know you've got another... So I, I mean, I, I can, in the I chamber, can but we must it. keep going. I hate yeah. to do this. Just we've got a lot of questions, and they're not uh, okay. all troll. Well, I, I'll just I'll say one thing that's not about this, but just real quick. No, <laughs> so we I gotta just, keep going. I, just, I, just I hate to do this. We, I promise we could host it another time, but we it's just gonna keep going otherwise. I, I just want to say we can have a further discussion about those tensions, though, because there might be more disagreement there. Fair, and I will tweet it out if it's on either of your guys' channels. I hate cutting you guys short. I really do. It's that's just okay. that that's okay. Some of about. 25% of these super chats are authentic questions. <laughs> Next up. That's thanks, okay. That's okay. Thanks. Orin Wells says, <laughs> I'm going to jump off a bridge. Okay. <laughs> that must have been during a, a law, <clears throat> one of those uh, swampy parts of the debate. Sunflower thinks your question says, how do you know you're not trans if you can be trans without knowing it? Is that true? I didn't know that you can be trans without well, knowing it. Yeah. It's, it's something that trips people out, but like gender, it, I don't see how it's entailed 
by like when you look at what it means to be trans it just means you have a gender that differs from your sex and gender having a gender doesn't entail having a belief about your gender so what for example well what once sorry what doesn't entail because i thought uh, it was it, like a, a, a kind of sense of identity and sense isn't like strictly about explicit beliefs so you might be just like comfortable in a certain kind of mode of being being treated a certain way and just to make it really clear with real world example quickly because i know james and hurry uh if you actually talk to trans people a lot of them will like confirm this they'll say yeah you know when i was a kid i knew that i liked wearing dresses i knew i liked so and so i didn't actually understand that i was trans until i was older so the explicit belief about what their gender is came later but they nonetheless had that kind of sense of personal identity that wasn't an explicit belief about gender at an earlier age. So that's the idea. Gotcha. Thank you for that. And Avi, thanks for your question. Says, question for Tom Jump. If you think your argument is valid, can you tell us what inference rules make up the argument? I think we already went over that. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Okay. <laughs> Tommy 1010, thanks for your question as well. So does the Tom have any expertise, I like that, the Tom, have any expertise like a degree? Nope. I ought to do classes. I don't think I can waste some money on a degree. Waste this. No. Self-taught Tom's actually here. surprisingly chintzy. I just learned this today, but he really wants to, wants to miser that money. Yes. Gotcha. Nobody's cheaper than me. Believe me. Next up, J-Man, thanks for your it. question. Says, can someone explain both sides in more simple language? What is this theory thing in simple words? Well, I don't think there are two sides on the actual proposition now. We agree about the proposition, but there might still be tension about whether there is some kind, there might still be a disagreement about whether there's tension between error theory and Tom's view in terms of moral semantics and I whether- I that's what uh, they're asking is what is error theory? What is my moral semantics? What are the different theories? Oh, I thought they were asking about the debate proposition. If they're asking what error theory is, it's that moral moral propositions have a truth value and they're always false. If you're asking what Tom's theory is, as far as I understand, he's just taking a kind of like descriptive view where moral just means like imposition on will. And when you say something's immoral, you're just saying that this doesn't move us towards or moves us away from the world with the least imposition on will. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Is that what you're saying, Tom? Well, I just simplify it and say error theory is the position that moral statements are false. My theory says that moral statements are true. Next. But your, your theory is broader than just moral statements are true, though. Yeah, it's true because it's a reference to the best of all possible worlds with the least imposition of will. Must be. Okay, cool. Thank you for your right. question. From Orin Wells says, my drink shrank in this debate. Thanks, Tom. Okay, next. Thanks, Dwayne Burke says, the arms on Tom's chair are longer than this debate. Uh, so this is, wow, these, some of these are old super chats. SG Thomason says, are horses born without hoofs not true horses? Wasn't an actual argument. I don't actually, horses are not defined as things with hooves. Um, you, just got, you just got wrecked, bro. <sighs> SJ destroyed me. I just lost to SJ. I am, I'm, I'm giving up the base now. Better luck next time. Logical, plausible, probable, thanks for your question, says, premise, both Tom Jump and Ask Yourself need therapy, therefore James, can't read the rest, but I, uh, let's see, it's not, it's nothing bad about you. It's that they misrepresent me in a accidental it, way, but, if, uh, it, it sounds we like all it's need therapy. In, There's everything. Everybody can work on something. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's invalid just to be clear, like saying Isaac and Tom, something, something, therefore James, something it's like probably going to be invalid as far as I can tell new proposition showing up in the conclusion. So good, good try. He's just being a troll and Timothy Bryce. I, I, I'm trolling back. Says morals are completely subjective and made up, 
by humans in our current society. Anything beyond us, quote unquote, and our current opinions devolves into excuses, conjecture, and assumptions. Well, it depends what your moral theory is. I mean, if by moral, you're just talking about impositions on will, I mean, no, there's an objective fact about what does or doesn't impose on will. But like, I take I take the word moral to just refer to people's uh, desires. So obviously, like what you desire is a subjective thing. Gotcha. Tom's chair makes an appearance saying, ask yourself, please steal man Tom's position. That's nice. Your chair is here. Here, they've got your back, Tom. Go ahead, uh, Isaac. Well, on the debate proposition, I think the steel man would just be that he agrees. So we agree about the debate proposition. If you mean his general moral theory, I mean, I don't know the details of it, but I think he just takes the word moral to refer to, uh, immoral to refer to impositions on will, vice versa with moral. So when you make a moral statement like X is wrong, he's just saying X imposes on will or X moves us away from the world with the least imposition of will or something like that. You're, you're squinting at me. Is that wrong? I'm, I'm yeah, it's impression. more like a platonic object where there's a thing in the world that exists and these statements are just referring to that thing. Is the thing in the world the imposition on will? No, the imposition on will is just a statement to refer to the thing. Wait, wait, so what, uh, the thing that's being referred to, you're referring to it when you use the word moral? Yes, sort of. It's like a platonic object, yes. The word moral refers to what then, if not an imposition on will? A platonic object, like an abstract ideal object. What, thing. what is the platonic object? That would be the best of all possible worlds. That's the object itself. My so name for it. when you say something is immoral, you're saying something is the least imposition on will no no those are all just descriptions of an actual object that actually exists somewhere in the world can can you tell me what it means when you say something is immoral uh same thing as a platonic object it's, it's just, i don't know exactly how to explain this to you because again we don't use words the same so but it's same as a platonic oh, but, object. But, but i can understand from within your worldview just i guess i mean james won't want us to talk about it for whatever but this this kind of stuff is also where we might have some tension because if you want to just say all your that all you're doing when you make moral statements which i know you don't want to say this but if you were to say that all you're doing is making descriptive statements about what does or doesn't impose on will I just say, okay, I mean, I don't use the word like that, but I understand what he's saying. It's not wrong. Um, but so, if, so if, saying, if you're, sorry, just let me finish. But if you're saying something, if you're doing something other when you use the word moral than just referring to an imposition on will, I, I need to know what you're referring to, basically. Right, so quick response, just platonic objects, you describe morality as a description of the platonic object and the oughtness comes from the nature of the platonic object. The oughts aren't like, the, come from the definition of the words of morality. They are in, entailed in the object itself. So, so all of my words just describe the object. And the oughtness would come from the object, not the I could, I could say more. I'll spare James, but I think we very likely have tension here also. Next up, thank you for your question. From Labzor says, why is imposition of will the criterion for moral? Well, uh, I think moral intuition and moral progress, I just use those as evidence to guide us to what the best principle is and imposition of rule is the principle I land on based on the evidence. Wait, but when you say, see that, this, this is where I think there's weird fucking language being used. Like when you say imposition on, I mean, fuck, I know James wants to go for it. But there's weirdness here though, I'm virtually certain. Next, La oh, Charles in Solo, thanks for your question, says, thank you, James. Who screens your interlocutors? Very funny. Appreciate that. We miss Darth. I have messaged Darth on Discord, and I said, Darth, 
The people want you back. They need to see you. The, the stands will be filled for your return. But well, you know, I have an outstanding debate offer for Darth on the proposition that agnosticism is contradictory. Uh, he, he begged the question last time I talked to him by saying that, what, well, I asked him, what's the argument? And he says, oh, well, <laughs> well delivering the argument. He says, you either affirm or deny that God exists. I said, is that the same thing as saying that the proposition God exists? You either believe it or you believe that it's false? Because if so, that's just begging the question against agnosticism. That's just your argument for agnosticism being that you can't be an agnostic. <laughs> um, but if, on the other hand, he just means that you either accept the proposition or you don't, then it's not clear how his argument even rules out agnosticism. So yeah, I have an outstanding challenge from there. I don't think he'll ever take it because it would not go well. Gotcha. And thank you so much. Appreciate your question from Gabriel K. Asks, the salad chewed up this guy's brain worse than rum did Steve's. Can we get a linguist in here sometimes, James, to settle how language is used in all caps? I'm to not settle, a, you, a linguist to settle how language is. Do you think that there's a fact of the matter about the correct way to use a word? I don't. I bet even Tom. Do you think that there's facts of the matter about that kind of stuff? I, don't, I think we probably agree there's not. What uh, would make a word usage correct? Only if I use it, that makes it correct. All right. Okay. Gotcha. And I always like debate ideas. Let me, uh, what, what have I done? I accidentally just, oh, apparently logical, plausible, probable has an after show coming up. And that is, I think, in the description you, or not the description, the uh, live chat. I can put that in the description. If anybody has a an after show, happy to put that in our description from any of our debates. And then people can go on over there and see what people are saying. So thanks for your question. This one comes from Ding. Duncano says, can we get an Avi versus Bart K on here? The one channel with a completely neutral moderator. That's really kind of you. Thank you so much. I don't know if that's true, but I'll take what I can get. Uh, so, is this a back? Is this a backhanded compliment meant to insult no, one of you guys? The, the context is just that Bart K is a complete sophist. He won't debate Avi uh, on like basically anywhere. So like this is theoretically a neutral platform where he'd do it, but he has ridiculous standards for the debate. Like Avi can't use over five citations. Bart's an idiot. He claims to be a logician. You know that? He claims to be a logician. Watch my last video. Makes that statement and then he doesn't know what a fucking contradiction is or what truth happiness is. It's a complete moron and a liar. That's pretty interesting. Well, appreciate the uh, debate offer. Who knows? And Sunflower, thanks for your question, said, Isaac is the Charlie Zelenoff of philosophy. Um, well, I mean, Charlie Zelenoff is known for losing fights, right? So I understand that you want to make that statement, but I would expect you to actually show something I'm wrong about if you want to make an analogy between me and Charlie Zelenoff. <laughs> I've never heard of this fellow. Is it like boxing or what? Look, look him up. He's basically like this kind of insane delusional guy who thinks he's like a pro fighter and he's challenged all these pro fighters to fights. And, you know, sometimes they fight him and they just beat the shit out of him. So he's just known for being this narcissistic, insane lunatic who like challenges pro fighters, gets his ass kicked and then like claims he won. Oh, now I get it. Okay. Which, which, <laughs> which, the, the, no, it's, it's fine. It's just the, the analogy to me, like, I mean, I don't care. You can think whatever you want, but if you want to persuade me, you'd have to actually show me something that I'm wrong about. And in addition to that, you'd have to show me that I have a pattern of behavior of 
thinking thinking I'm right, going in, being shown wrong, and then continue to be wrong while thinking I'm right, then then maybe I'd accept the analogy, but I'm I'm not convinced that's the case. Gotcha. And thank you for that. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting idea. Thanks for your question coming in from Sun. No, we got that. Converse contender said he needs some milk. Who needs milk? It can't um, be Isaac because he's a vegan. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I think, I mean, Converse is really nice. We get along well, so I assume he's just trolling. But you know Converse, if you want to debate veganism, I'm happy to do so. Oh, that would be epic. And Joshua White, thanks for your question, says, ask yourself, you look incredibly uncharitable. Tom obviously took your debate proposal differently than you did. He took it to mean that someone who accepts his moral theory could not be an anti realist see see i think that that's really unfair so i'm somehow being uncharitable by just having a completely legitimate reason reading of the proposition right the proposition just says your usage of the word to refer to impositions on will doesn't rule out anti-realism right my reading seems fair so i don't i don't understand what's uncharitable about that right yeah i wouldn't say it was being uncharitable i think it was it's my fault because when i read statements like that it seems so unbelievably obvious. I can't even interpret it to mean that. Gotcha. Stupid whore energy makes her appearance. Glad to see you. It feels like you remember that in Avengers. I think it was Infinity War. Was it Infinity War where Thor arrived? With he had the uh, Stormbreaker. And oh yeah, when he was fat and hairy. Oh, Thomas. Okay. She says, "Could Tom jump? Please call. Ask yourself." daddy that's kind of weird I'd, I'd rather we don't start calling each other weird shit like that well only if you super chat on my channel ask yourself only if you <laughs> super chat on my channel logical plausible probable thanks for your super chat says after show whose arguments were worse tom jumps or ask yourselves open mic invite uh, well that that would reveal some severe stupidity on behalf <laughs> of the person in question because they're assuming that at some point I actually delivered an argument when I was agnostic. I don't even think Tom's going to take the view that I delivered an argument. So that person simply did not track the discussion. Gotcha. And Tom, do you think that at any point in this discussion, I delivered an argument? I think they mean by argument position, not necessarily an actual formal argument. Oh, well, I mean, my position Tom agrees with as far as I understand. So, I mean, if we hold the same position, then it would also be stupid to think one person is somehow more stupid than the other because they believe the same thing. When when I saw it go through or the chat heard Stupid Horror Energy's uh, request for Tom to call Ask Yourself Daddy, for like eight seconds, the chat froze. <laughs> think like people didn't know what to say. Next, thanks for uh, that's your... Weird. Logical, oh, we got that. JG, thanks for your question, said Tom Jump only lost this debate to set up the huge pay-per-view payday. Yeah, well, I do, I mean, without taking time really to get into it, I do think that we have some tension. There's the question about the moral semantics, and if there's a tension with error theory, there's a question about the content of the propositions error theorists are talking about, and if they're actually somehow shown to be something other than false via Tom's moral theory. And then there's some weirdness about how Tom is like using the word moral. I thought he just used it to refer to impositions on will, but if he's 
saying it refers to something other than that, there's a lack of clarity there. At least I, I mean, I don't understand. So I would need more clarity to tell if that makes sense. So, yeah. Gotcha. And thanks for your question. This one comes in from Philip says, I think AY is saying that Tom's moral theory is compatible with error theory if consistent terminology is used across the two theories. Am I right? Um, I, that's not, I, I'd have to think about that. That's not how I was framing it. Um, so the debate proposition was just that error theory isn't falsified in virtue of Tom using the word moral in a particular way, which we agree with. Um, and again, the, the tension between Tom's view and error theory, if there is a tension, uh, it just seems like there's two spots it could be. It seems like there could be a semantic tension, like what they take moral statements to be. And then there's also potentially a tension about the content of like moral propositions. Like does Tom's view actually show that the kind of propositions error theory is saying are false um, are in fact not all false? And I'm not clear about that. Gotcha. And thanks for your question. This comes in from Genius Drax. Thanks for your question. Says what ask yourself meant by the debate proposition was so trivial. It's beyond belief. Also, Tom has only ever been arguing that you can't believe his moral philosophy and be an error theorist. Pedantry equals a y. Yeah, I think I've seen that blazing idiot before. Um, Genius Tracks, I'd be happy to stomp you if you actually, you know, have some kind of, you know, thing that you think I'm wrong about that I think I'm right about. So, you know, if you have a proposition, you can raise it. And uh, I don't think when you when you say, I forget what word he used. Did he say uncharitable or, or something like that? Um, what was the word there, James, at the start? Not pedantic, but before that? Uh, the, oh, trivial. Trivial. Um, well, I guess it depends how you think about that, but I think that, you know, I, I don't even think Tom would think it's unreasonable if someone, if I perceive someone as objecting to that position to be like, well, I mean, this is just insane. Like, of course, of course that's wrong and we can have a debate about it. So. Gotcha. Yeah. And <clears throat> next, thanks so much. Appreciate your question. This comes in from Philip says, Tom Jump, I don't understand what you mean when you explain morality with a platonic-like object. Couldn't I'll someone, echo that. Couldn't someone explain your kind of moral progress using human psychology, for example? That, there's a problem. Yes. Before he even answers that, there's there's a problem of, of what, what would moral progress even mean on Tom's view? Because right now I'm not, I'm again back to being unclear about what moral means on Tom's view. But sorry, please answer the question. I just, I just yes. seem problematic because they are talking about moral pr progress, but we haven't clarified what moral means. So uh, uh, morality is a reference to the best of all possible worlds. Moral progress is moving closer to it. Moral regression is moving further <clears throat> away from it, which means more or less imposition of will, essentially. Um, yes, morality can be fully explained by psychological phenomenon. My theory doesn't disprove all the other moral theories. It's just another theory. Psychological phenomenon wait but you don't you don't think that there's non-psychological facts no, 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 so, about so, what brings us closer to a given yes world? so so my theory is not compatible with morality being purely explainable by psychological phenomenon morality can be explained by purely psychological phenomena just like quantum mechanics can be explained by lots of different theories i, I just wanna, agree with the other theories i, I just want to ask one more time like i i just I just want to see if if I can make sense. What do you what do you when you say something's moral? Like when you say rape is immoral, 
like what does that mean are you saying rape is a platonic object are you saying rape doesn't move us closer to the world with no imposition of will like what does that sentence mean to you uh, i'm saying that morality is a representation of the essence of a platonic object i, I mean that specific sentence though not morality generally i just mean what does that sentence translate into rape is wrong rape is, rape wrong. is wrong it's a, the sentence does not correspond to the object essentially it's just like saying that object is round when it's actually a square it's, no it's a the, so not rape rape doesn't correspond to bringing us closer to the world with the least imposition of will rape would not be a description of the best of all possible worlds it would be describing something else okay so when you like, when you say rape is immoral you're just saying rape is not like what happens in the world with the least imposition on will yeah, that would be describing the platonic object, but the oddness again comes from its nature, not the word usage. The word usage does nothing but describe it. I, I could push more, but I know James wants to continue. Next, thank you for your question. This one comes down from Philip, or no, 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 Gabriel K. asks, how many languages Mr. Salad speaks? Um, well, I mean, I can speak French to a degree, but really just English. Gotcha. And next up, I get so much pleasure out of reading this because I usually get this from Earl the Postman, but now it is. Hold on, let me. We got two. Got confused for a second there. Sorry, folks. Make sure your patience. Fair enough. Okay. So, I am Ermin Serbia says Does AY have a girlfriend? He's really cute. I was expecting a, a does AY have a girlfriend? He's the fucking autist and no one would ever talk to him. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I wouldn't like say I have a girlfriend, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it a, a little ambiguous. Not, not a proper girlfriend. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. But I'm not interested in whoever the fucking commenter is. I don't want to <laughs> pick up on weird modern day uh, if they thanks. If they watch your channel, I don't want fucking anything to do with them. Thanks for making it crystal clear. Hey, but, I'm available for big enough super chats. Uh, Tom is... Uh, I don't fucking get his channel banned for prostitution, please. <laughs> Next, thanks for your question from Integral Lens says, does Tom realize that the gods that the ancients, like the Greeks and Romans, were platonic forms? Christianity worships the same platonic form as Tom. No, the, the gods were not platonic objects in Greek and Roman uh, mythology. Those are not the same I, thing. I, I might be like lost here. Aren't, aren't platonic objects supposed to be like a causal? That's the theory, is how do platonic objects cause anything? Yeah, that's one of the objections to Platonism. Because if if they're, I guess I don't, I don't know enough about Platonism, but if they're supposed to be a-causal, I don't think, like, the gods are usually seen as a-causal. They usually, like, kind of do shit, or at least did shit if it's a deist god or something. So, yeah, I don't know, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good argument. Gotcha. And thanks. <laughs> so... Oh, the chat. They like that one. All right. Thanks for your question. I think we had one more. Did we have one more? Yeah, no, no. I think that's it. So I want to say thanks so much, everybody. We are excited. We might even have that cancel culture debate tomorrow because you'll see in the bottom right of your screen, Erica and Shadow Dancer were scheduled. They had to postpone it to the following Wednesday. It might be the cancel culture debate tomorrow. It might be anti-theism. We're figuring it out. You know, go with the flow. Thanks for our guests. We cannot thank them enough. I have linked them in the description.
both Tom's and Ask Yourselves links are waiting for you folks if you love debates. Those links, I can tell you, there is an abundant supply of tremendous debates at their links. So, we want to say thanks to these guys, though. Tom, jump and ask yourself for hanging out with us. Anytime. It was an enjoyable conversation. Thanks for having us. And with that, stoked, folks, as we had mentioned, uh, we have... A, oh, wait. We did have just a couple of last ones come in. Cold Poison, thanks for your super chat, said, LOL at Tom Jump Fanboys, who spent $10 on a super chat to say that AY was uncharitable or trivial, only for T-Jump to concede it was his misunderstanding. I mean, I don't even think, I'm not going to rip on T-Jump if he just says I misunderstood something and I don't disagree. I mean, I, I probably was ripping a bit earlier, but but... but if I'm thinking totally clearly about it, I don't really care. Like if he, if he just agrees and there's just a misunderstanding, that's fine. Gotcha. And, but yeah, yeah. The, if some fanboy is saying, sitting there saying I'm being insanely uncharitable for, um, a, for fighting Tom on this proposition when I genuinely thought he was taking a position, which once he was clear on, he believes would be an insanely stupid position. I don't really, uh, I don't really see how that's uncharitable. Like Tom, well, if you the, saw if you saw someone arguing, right? I didn't that think position, anything you said there was a problem, but I think the uncharitable part is like when I said my argument originally, and then had to compare it to the horse example, which is the exact same structure, and you couldn't just. Well, it it took it took a while though, because we had to go through, we had to remove one of the premises, and then we had finally clarified clarified it into modus tollens form, and then we realized what was being said. I don't think it was actually clear what was being said before that. In all, right? Honesty. That's the part that's being argued as uncharitable and trivial because everyone else did that in like five seconds just by hearing. That. I think, that, I think that the kind of people who think that they did that that quickly don't actually have a grasp on basic logic because I think that the form was not clear until we clarified it. Next, we must go to the next question. Uh, I hate interrupting your insulting half the audience, but let's see, two, two, three, Mr. Awesome. I'm just teasing. We love you, folks. Ask yourself loves you. Tom loves you. And by the way, come on, be real, guys. Like, Wait, who do I love? Well, when it came up before, because your 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 lover is still in the live chat, and you said oh, you God, are no. seeing someone, kind of. I is it Godless Girl? Oh fuck no! Um, not not that I have any problem Isaac. with Godless. I mean, she's she's fairly nice to me. No, she has, she's dating um, uh, Josh, the realistic nihilist. I like him too, though, in a in a non-sexual way. He's a nice enough guy. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> we assumed automatically it was sexual, but we what was it? Now you would wonder, folks, are Tom and Ask Yourself brothers? Because I know you wonder. You well, also I mean, wonder. We've 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 yelled at each other a few times. Um, I'm confused by some of the shit Tom says, but you know I don't really have any like deep problem with tom and, and that, of that's course because you're brother I, I can i can enjoy like chat like i could get a beer with tom not that i drink but like you know i could hang out with tom and have a good enough time i don't have a problem with tom well we are all i mean you you guys though it's interesting because you guys you both love philosophy you're both well read in philosophy you're both good debaters so well you guys do have a that's... lot in common that's that's an overstatement. I, I I don't like when people say I'm well read in philosophy or logic or something. And that's not me being modest. Like I have not read a lot of philosophy. I've not read a lot of logic. I have some like basic level understanding of some things. Gotcha. And <clears throat> two two three, Mister Awesome asks Tom and ask yourself why are your arguments so stupid. 
Is that to both of us? Yes, they're James trying fault. to insult both of you simultaneously. James doesn't doesn't uh, vet his his debaters. It's James's fault. Yeah, True. I mean, I didn't, I didn't make an argument, and if we take You're, Tom, these are trolls. Refers to position, I'm not clear that I have a position that says anything stupid. So no, favorite trolling. They're just God. trying to get a rise. I, out I, of I, I just like to respond hyper literally to them. That that's my my favorite way to respond to a troll. I think they just they're just doing it for the the lols. Next, thanks for your question from I am Ermin Serbia, person who said that you're cute, Isaac. Said I'm that girl you destroyed on animal testing on Discord. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah. pretty serious it sounds like. All right, thanks for that. And let's see. We oh we, do we have let me just check somebody Spart, are you telling me, Spart, that you got a... Did you send a, a question via email? I'm confused. Why would... I don't know. But thanks for your other super chat from Gabriel K, who says, Morals mean nothing based on the natural world. Beyond that, it's about the soundness of opinions among humans. Ergo, language and society in the move. The soundness of opinions in humans. I love it. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that. I mean, I, I take morals to refer to, like, our desires. And, I mean, I think our desires are, as far as I can tell, they're part of the natural world, unless our unless consciousness is, like, non-natural or something. I don't fucking know. Gotcha. And next, thanks for your... I think that might be it, so let me just double-check. want to say thanks, folks. It's been a fun time. I love these guys. I feel like you guys are my brothers. That's why I just love to tease you so much. <laughs> Well, I always like being on here. Uh, that's that's a lie. I like being on here about fifty percent of the time. So <laughs> that's all right. It's you know, it's a it's a wild one. Anything can happen. So we want to say <laughs> thanks so much, folks. It is always a pleasure. As we had mentioned, if you can't find us on your favorite podcast app, email me at moderndaydebate at gmail. We will make it happen. We really appreciate you, folks. And with that, want to say keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. Take care, folks, and we will hopefully see you tomorrow if... Oh, wait, one sec, just please. You gonna read more Super Chats? Nope, there's no more. Okay, <laughs> thanks for that, folks. Appreciate it. We will see you hopefully tomorrow, if not maybe Thursday or Friday. So have a great rest of your Tuesday. Thanks, guys. See ya.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.